Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world, but also how to save money while traveling the world. And we have a subject matter expert today who's actually a budget traveler, who's the expert in the area of saving money and traveling very, 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 very cheap. Uh, he has an amazing project called Project Go Native, which he started in India. Now the Project Go Native is actually allowed him to find a wife and move to Romania. What an amazing uh, story. So, uh, Hitesh, uh, firstly, why don't we uh, get to know you better for the sake of the listeners and viewers? Why don't you do a quick introduction? Where, where are you from in India? What did you do before you, uh, you know, decided to travel? Yeah, Ricky, first of all, thank you so much for uh, considering me for this conversation. I'm glad to be a part of your digital nomad mastery. Um, starting with, I was uh, born in a small town in the north of India. It's called Kanpur. Uh, no one normally travels there, so most probably no one will know about it unless they know India very well. <laughs> so I was born in uh, Kanpur. I lived about 19 years, 19 initial years of my life in Kanpur. But since then, I have been moving from one place to another, initially for studies and work, and then just for full-time traveling. So I did, um, I studied social work in Tara Institute of Social Sciences, Bombay. And then after that, I was working with an organization in Bangalore. And my job was to travel. So I used to travel from uh, Bangalore to all the rural areas of India. And these travels were extensive. It, it allowed me to travel for, let's say, 15 days in a, in a month. But I wanted to do it more. So all the time I will go to a community, meet the people, talk to them. And, and by the time I build a bond, I don't want to go back. It's time to already go back to Bangalore. So one fine day I decided that I really want to travel, want to explore more uh, this country, this vast, amazing, beautiful country. So I told my manager that I'm going to quit my job. And he was kind enough not only to let me quit it right away without uh, serving the notice period, but he also gave me uh, the advance salary for two more months. So I had some of my savings and I had some of the money that, that came to me unexpectedly. So I started traveling uh, all over India as much as I could for the next nine to 10 months. And how did that happen? I wanted to go to places which are less traveled. I wanted to go to places which are less explored because when I'm traveling, my, uh, my purpose is not to just find beautiful scenery and click photographs of it. It's more about connecting to the place and people and learn more. It's like traveling as a way of learning rather than something very beautiful and everyone is looking up to. Traveling is for me, is just an alternate lifestyle. I want to learn while traveling. And that's the only reason I'm traveling. There's nothing uh, glorious and glamorous in these travels. And the reason why I'm traveling uh, cheap, there are two reasons actually. I did not have much, one that I did not have much money while I, when I started. So I kind of calculated how much money do I have and how long do I want to support myself before I can do something else. So I roughly figured out that Actually, I cannot spend more than $5 a day if I have to survive for one more year. So this was kind of a compulsion. But then when I started doing it, I realized when actually you put money aside and then try to figure out things, uh, you find out, you become, you become uh, there's something amazing that happens to you. There are many things that happen to you. One, that you, you become completely in control of yourself. You become aware and prepared 
because you know that uh, you don't have more money to support yourself you need to kind of get closer to people because you cannot be so close to technology you cannot just click and pay for everything you want you have to go you cannot just use gps everywhere because you might not have internet so you're going to go close to people you want to talk to them you want to request people if you can spend the night there there were uh, countless nights that i spent on highways on roadside uh, restaurants um sometimes people were kind enough to consider me and uh, consider inviting me to their houses so this is how it started and gradually when I, because i was traveling and i was also blogging in my blog and i was quite active on social media because there was a friend of mine who was sponsoring my phone network and and balance so for first few months i was really active on social media which gave me a lot of followers and after a couple of months i started uh, it was like a kind of my own couch surfing in india people were inviting me to their places and i was choosing the places where i have uh, i have hosts already because india is so huge that um, wherever you go there is no dearth of new places to explore so this is how it began and <clears throat> since i was traveling with this 300 roughly 300 rupees per day maximum i started getting some media attention some uh, web travel websites and travel magazines started approaching me i started writing for some of them as well it also landed me a uh, bbc london asia london radio live interview something like that uh, in 2015 in september so things kind of started making more sense from there uh, i started realizing that people people are finding value in my travels so it was me traveling solo to find value about my life for my life and i i realized that there are more people who are finding values through my travels so i was like okay give it a go let's do it more so i started traveling that way more and more and after after like 8 or 9 months uh, i met my wife uh, i met my wife now katalina and uh, we started traveling to india uh, we traveled for two more months within india from north to south uh, i traveled almost uh, in the mountains in uttarakhand and himachal i went to up i traveled in kanpur quite a bit i traveled in banaras um i traveled in south i cycled from cochin to kanyakumari with a friend of mine uh, about 300 kilometers in 10 days it was a very slow travel and it was a conscious choice to do a so slow travel because kerala is so beautiful that you just cannot pass through it so i was like really slowly we were cycling spending nights on road sides a lot of people feeding us on the way a lot of people by then knew me so a lot of people were meeting me and feeding us finding a place for us at night and we were pitching our tent also on the beach so it was kind of fun after that uh, after about 10 months or something uh, we did, my wife and i decided to open a travel cafe in rishikesh so we didn't have money for that we had about uh, 10000 rupees it's like 300 dollars no 200 dollars less than 200 dollars we both had and there was no more money to travel left to travel so and we wanted to open a travel cafe in the mountains so we crowdfunded the cafe we crowdfunded about 4000 dollars around 4000 dollars in one and a half months and then we ran a travel cafe for a year and now i'm in the romania for last two months i'm here for three more weeks and then i'm going back to india here i'm traveling again uh, couch surfing right now also i'm in tragumuresh in transylvania couch surfing here and i'm couch surfing everywhere either i have some friends hitchhiking keeping it very low not 5 dollars but let's say 10 to 15 dollars a day <laughs> and eastern eastern europe romania is really cheap to travel 
uh, the media team tells us it's very hard to travel in Europe. It's very expensive in other countries, but it's really, really cheap if you are willing to keep it cheap. That's kind of a big summary. And now you can ask me specific questions. Yeah, no, I mean, you did a great job of summarizing the whole story, everything from leaving to traveling to meeting your wife to starting the cafe and now moving to Romania. Uh, I'm interested in the meeting the wife story because obviously that was not part of the plans when you first started. You not only went uh, native, but you went and got married. So tell us yeah. about how did you actually meet your wife and what led from actually just meeting to actually a full-on wedding and now a marriage. All right. So I have I have been interviewed a lot about my travels. This is the first time someone is taking specific interest in my marriage. So I'm very glad to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happens is uh, my wife. She was uh, fascinated by India. She speaks a lot of languages and Hindi is one of them. And uh, she used to watch uh, movies and videos about India. And one day she, she decided that she wants to travel to India. So uh, she came to India for two months through an internship or something. And then she went back to Romania. From, from Romania, she was trying to write some article about India and she was typing native tribes of India or something on Google. And then she stumbled across Project Go Native. And that's how she saw how I'm traveling and she liked the way I'm traveling. So for initial few weeks, <laughs> wow. initial few weeks, she was just following my blogs and everything. And then she one day she decided to write me a message and I decided to respond to that. And then we kept on talking. Uh, it was around uh, end of December, New Year was coming. People were becoming romantic. <laughs> So we, I, I asked her, why do, she was traveling in Eastern Europe at that time. So I asked her if she wants to travel with me in India again, if she likes the way I'm traveling. Then, yes, uh, she was like, why not? She came to India, we traveled together. And from there, we, our bond also grew stronger because uh, she was really rough and tough in traveling. And that's what I do. Like we walk almost 10 kilometers every day with our backpacks. It's like really hard for some people. Some, not everyone can do it. A few people have traveled with me in the past and some have cried because of uh, the way I travel. So I think it was, it was a pretty amazing bond uh, that, we, that we made. And when you travel with someone, and if you travel with someone and you, you know that you can travel with this person, you should know that you can live with this person. It also applies with friendship. If a friend, if you have a friend who can travel with you for a longer period of time, chances are that this friend is going to be with you for a long time in your life. So yeah, that's how it worked. And then we had a cafe together. When we were working in the cafe, it was not a nine to five job. It was almost 18 to 20 hours. We spend all the time together, you know, that's how things, one thing led to another and then we decided to get married. Congratulations, uh, amazing story. And now you're in Romania, which is your uh, wife's uh, country. Uh, tell us about how you're able to still budget while you're there, because obviously India is dirt cheap and Romania is maybe mid-level cheap. Uh, but tell us about, walk us yeah. through uh, what you're able to do it in Romania, because uh, very different in India in terms of the hospitality and maybe having people uh, sleep at your house or dumpster diving, hitchhiking. Are you doing the similar type of yeah. stuff in Romania? Yes, I am. Actually, I have written a blog and I also made a, a YouTube video about how to travel cheap in Romania. So people can also go there and watch that. Apart from that, uh, let me tell you here also. So I decided uh, to keep it low in Romania also. And this was kind of an... Uh, kind of an, uh, you know, a challenge because uh, this is the first time I'm traveling out of Asia, the first time in Europe. So it was, I was kind of excited and nervous at the same time to see how these principles that I 
year that I abide by when I'm traveling to India, apply in Romania as well. So my first hitchhiking was from Bucharest, from the capital, to Brasov, to a very beautiful um, Transylvanian city. And within five minutes, uh, an elderly gentleman stopped his car. And I was really pretty amazed. I was like, wow, it's so easy to uh, hitchhike in Romania. And since then, it's been two months. I have been hitchhiking to almost every place I go. The easiest it has taken me is, uh, let's say, one minute. Like, I just took my hitchhiking sign out and one huge truck stopped. It pulled over for me. And the longest it has taken is uh, more than two hours. And in that, after the wait of two hours, who stopped for me was the police car. And this police car took me from uh, from a point. To be specific, I was in Pitesh, I think. And it took me in the car to, to drop me to a safer location from where I can hitchhike because they were saying it's not uh, safe to hitchhike on the expressway. So you can hitchhike from the city. So uh, on the way, they saw a truck which had a number plate uh, for CBU because I was going to CBU. So they they made a siren for the for the truck to stop, and then they 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 finally managed to ride for me. So 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 hitchhiking is one way I have been using it. It's just recently that I was coming from Cluj to Tragumuresh that uh, I tried for three hours. It was very hot, and no one stopped for me. Uh, some of them did, but they were not going to the right direction. So in in the end, I ended up taking a train because it was really hot. But apart from that, all other times. It was a very easy and successful hitchhiking experience here. Number two, couch surfing in Brasho, in Sibiu, in all the other places that I've traveled to, I have uh, couch surfed. People are people are genuinely very nice here. If you write a couch surfing request, even if they cannot uh, cannot host you, they do reply with uh, uh, with you know with saying that why why they cannot. Recently, I got a uh, got a response from someone couch surfing to whom I had requested two months ago when I had recently come to Bucharest. And they replied after two months saying that why they couldn't reply to me so far. So I think people are generally really nice, supportive, warm and uh, welcoming. Couch surfing. Apart from that, uh, because I, I started uh, I started uh, YouTube channel only after I came to Romania. So I have 60% uh, of audience watching me from Romania. So I, knew, I know a lot of people in Romania just by YouTube. So somehow I managed to find a host and accommodation through that uh, social media networking as well. Food, um, roughly a good meal will cost you 20 lei, which is like, I don't know, which is like 300 rupees, which is like $5. So a normal meal will cost you $5. But if you go through, go to these bakery shops, Romania is full of different kinds of cheese and different kinds of cheap, uh, cheap uh, price of meat and stuff. You can sustain yourself in way less than that. So I, what I do is I eat one healthy meal in a good restaurant. And then I uh, sustain, uh, I just eat from uh, local bakery shops like, uh, like Luca, Gigi, some of these uh, medium budget uh, shop uh, restaurants like Springtime. These are my favorite. I talk about them because I really use them everywhere I go. And that's how, you, and beer and wine and everything is so super cheap. At super cheap, uh, you know, in India, they are four times expensive than here. So yeah, even if you don't want to drink water, you can just sustain on wine and beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so Hitesh, you've been doing this for several years. You've become uh, very uh, adapted to this lifestyle. What would you give? What advice would you give to someone who's just starting out, who doesn't have a lot of money, maybe only five US dollars a day, ten US dollars a day, uh, and they don't know where to start? Uh, any tips or advice for them? 
Yeah, uh, to start, before I start advising, uh, I still make a lot of mistakes while I travel. For example, not, uh, not searching about the weather before going to a place. And then it ends up getting colder at night. And I spend so many freezing nights in Romania. Every time I realize my mistakes only after doing them. Well, you cannot realize them before that. Uh, so first I will say, do proper research to a place you're going to. And don't over plan. Follow your guts. If you have a little money, go ahead and do it. See, I once a Russian guy gave me advice two years ago. And I still abide by that. It's very simple. You need only a few things in life. Air to breathe water to drink, food to eat, clothes to wear. If you have these four things, you can always start your life from zero. Uh, yes, you should have a good health as well. But if you have these four, five basic things, you can always build your life from there. So don't worry so much about in life about things. Always notice that if you have these basic things, just go ahead and do the things you want to do. Don't overplan, don't overkill. Just go ahead and do it. Take it easy. There's nothing much, there's nothing much to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. So basically, if you have air to breathe, water to drink, food to eat, and clothes <laughs> on your back, uh, shelter, obviously, uh, yeah. and health, you're good to go. Uh, so, Hitesh, uh, you do a lot of uh, writing, social media, video blogging. Uh, so if people wanted to find out more, ask you questions, contact you, watch your videos, read the posts, uh, connect with you on social, uh, what are the different ways by which people can uh, follow you? Uh, my name is Hitesh Bhatt and all my social media channels are in the name of Project Go Native. So if this Google or search in YouTube, they will find like one of the first results. So um, luckily Google finds me very fast. So if you just type Project Go Native, you'll for sure you'll find it. Awesome. So uh, and uh, just to close, what is your vision going forward now that you've done India, Romania? Do you want to do everything in the world or do you want to do Asia next, Africa next, South America next, North America? Uh, uh, what, what is the vision going forward from here? The plan is to go back to India for like a few months and then come back to Romania for a few months. And then the big plan is to go to Silk Road. So from uh, Romania, Bulgaria, Turkey, Iran, Kyrgyzstan, Mongolia, China, India. It's a big plan. Let's see how it, how it goes. That's the big plan. <laughs> well, I definitely wish you well, uh, you know, in your journey back to India, in your journey back to Romania, and especially on this amazing journey across the Silk Road. I look forward to following you. And actually, I'd love to invite you back when you're on the road uh, to uh, share with our guests again. Yes, Ricky, thank you so much for your wishes. Uh, thanks to Tesh. Once again, uh, the website is Project Go Native, all across the web, right? Yep. So make sure you check out uh, Hitesh at Project Native. He has an amazing story, very inspiring to me, uh, watching from afar and now connecting with him live uh, through the technology of Google Hangouts, iTunes, uh, social media, etc. Um, uh, you, if you're interested in this type of lifestyle, budget travel, uh, you know, probably for five to ten US dollars per day, definitely reach out to Hitesh. He's one of the only people I know who's actually done it successfully for many years. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you not only how to make money while traveling the world, but also as you've seen in this episode, how to save money while traveling the world. <laughs>